Rich Humble Radio. I am Sophie from Hot Rich Love Your Life, bitch. And I'm Amberly from the Shocker Girl Co. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, how are you doing? I'm good. As I said before, I'm launchy, which just means in the middle of the launch, a little bit in a daily tizzy, but getting there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's good, though. Yeah. It's fun chaos. Fun chaos. Yeah. Super fun chaos. Yeah. Uh, what about you? And what about me? I'm really good. I'm feeling a little bubbly. Um, I was really depressed for two weeks, mm. but you got me out of it last Yay. week. And now I'm, you're making up for lost time. I'm making up for lost time. Oh, yeah. I guess I should update everyone here. For whoever doesn't know, because I've been telling everyone, my dog passed away two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to put her down. It was really unexpected. It was really sad. But life goes on. Say la vie. She had a great life. I'm still obsessed with her, and her memory lives on. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. She's a legend. She's a legend, yeah. and she will always be a legend. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for her in the last 13 years. It's yes. been good. It was real. That Sophie posted this adorable photo from when she like first got her, and Sophie was just this adorable teenager. I know. How old were you? Like 18. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going, it was my first year in university and I got my dog and I had no eyebrows. So there was that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did anyone else get their eyebrows threaded and they just took all the eyebrows off? Oh, I just did mine. I just did the damage on my own. Oh my God. You should see some photos of me from high school. Same thing. It's like, they're all gone. Disgusting. Like my grade nine photo. (laughs) I like want to burn all the yearbooks that exist from that year. So bad. I know. Have you, I mean, teenagers these days look so sexy. Oh, they look but like teenagers are cooler than me these yeah, days. Yeah, way cooler. Way cooler. Way like the glam is on point. Yeah. Um the eyebrows are on point. Everything's on point. The makeup is on point. And I was just this gangly, no eyebrows, <laughs> major smoky eye. Oh yeah. Smoky eye. <laughs> I had this like yellow Tommy Hilfiger jacket. Oh, I'll bet you did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, P. Diddy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, let's catch up on our favorite Kardashians because it was a it was a serious episode. It I was felt really like this serious. Yeah, it and, was good though. And there's lots of other Kardashian-related things happening that are very important to talk about as well. So important. Yeah, but let's start with Kim Kardashian for president. Kardashian at the homeless shelter. Okay, you know what? I just had a realization. What? Didn't Kanye say that he was going to run for president in 2020? Yeah. So maybe she's really gunning gunning. for the first lady. Maybe she is. Maybe (laughs) she's really getting polished and like solidifying her political stances and getting ready to be the first lady. That, I mean, I love the long game. The long game. The long game. I mean, it's not that long off, but that is actually a pretty good strategy. Well, and Lord knows the election could maybe happen sooner. Lord Disick knows. Lord Disick (laughs) knows. Well, I really, I have to say, I know it's very serious and it's not so fluffy, but I do think, I don't know, it's interesting to see what she's doing. And I think she should come to Vancouver and also clean up the homeless situation here as well. Yeah. I'm curious. It seems like she is very politically active or not politically but she's getting involved in things and like taking a stance on things and isn't afraid to say what she thinks about things and I think that's pretty cool yeah and I think every show every episode this season there's been like a different really solid social standpoint that they're 
putting out there in a non-aggressive, really like open-minded way. I think it's a great move just emotionally for the country, but also just for them. I think it's a good branding move because I think people get so, people are getting so angry. Oh, yeah. And I, like, I really want her to be the first lady. Now I'm really excited. I'm, like, picturing her, like, wearing one of those little, like, pillbox hats, like Jackie O. Like, well, I guess all of the crazy shit is out there already. Nothing else can come no. out about them, really. No. So, I mean, kind of invincible at this point. Yeah. All right. I would actually appreciate it. Instead, it's been, like, an advent calendar of predators. Oh, yeah. I just, maybe we need Kim Kardashian for first lady. I think we do. Okay. So, yeah, they went to the homeless shelter. That was really – that was good. I found it really interesting when she wasn't that – she wasn't scared when they went to that one slum, and she – I was surprised she, like, got out of the car because she's been so, like, afraid of everything lately. Yeah, that's really true, but she just was – She was, like – she fearless. even said – she's, like, no, I'm okay with this. Like, let's do it. So I was really proud of her. I know. The I've crystal been, meditations are working. The crystal meditations are working. We all need a crystal meditation. Yeah. Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> so, yeah, if unless you've been living under a rock, you'll know that Kim Kardashian launched her perfume, Crystal Cardinia, and there's Gardenia. I said Cardinia. Cardinia. <laughs> Why didn't she call it Crystal with a K? Too obvious, I guess. Yeah, I guess. She's just trying to be less obvs. Less obvs. Um... And now she's talking about doing crystal meditations, and she created a meditation playlist on Spotify. I'm definitely going to be creating a Spotify account with my meditations and somehow making her put them on there. But yeah, yeah. get them on there. Get them on there. So that's just exciting. I was really excited to see that my idols into my hobbies. Yeah, I really like where she's going with this. And I feel like perfume is where she started, mm-hmm. and now she's back. Where it matters. I think the bottle is so different and cool. Mm -hmm. It kind of looks like a dildo. I'm okay with it. (laughs) I'm okay with it. Um, But I also just think it's really beautiful and Mm -hmm. on brand and makes sense and makes sense with everything she's gone through. And I I, I was hearing she used the meditations after all the trauma. Yeah, after all the trauma. That was like the inspiration. Cool. Yeah. How that's all come together. And I can't wait to smell it. I know. I'm really excited. I ordered one of them. I don't even know what one I ordered. I was just. I'll take anything. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to order the restock. Yeah. I'm totally. into it. Yeah. And on that note as well, in more Kim Kardashian news, Steph Shep, no mm-hmm. more. No more. They are no longer working together. Yeah. I think some of the headlines said things like Kim Kardashian like reshuffles her employee. Which is really like interesting because they could have said – they like I think the language is really interesting. They could have said – they mutually parted. They yeah. could have made it seem like yeah. totally amicable, but the choice of language has been very specific. Yeah, like, that she was fired. Yeah, she was fired. She was let go. Which is kind of sad. I'm really sad. And I think it's awkward. I wonder if Courtney and her are still going to be friends because they were like really down ass bees. Well, I guess we could just social media stalk and figure it out. But apparently, they've, she, like, Steph has been going to some of their events and stuff. But I just would think that would be so awkward. She was, wasn't she at the perfume launch? Yeah. So this was, this is so fresh. Or she could have been fired then and maybe it's all fine. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they, yeah, maybe it's all fine, but they knew this would get more press and that Steph Chef would get more press and they just want to like support her and like. I don't know. I think if they really wanted to support, they could have been very, like, much more clear. But that wouldn't get as many clicks. 
Yeah, and they know how to get the clicks. Yeah, don't they? yeah. This family, this God so. love. They them. always keep us guessing. <laughs> they always keep us guessing. So I don't know. I I really wish the best for Steph Shep, and I am still super obsessed with her. And I'm just curious about where her life is going but to go. I, I just find in those positions. I remember when I was in like a corporate job, it was the same kind of thing. Like you can't just all of a sudden one day wake up and be have a different work ethic you know what I mean like if you're used to having this more relaxed slack kind of job but I wonder if that's what she has has or had had (laughs) I wonder if that's what she had (laughs) well she went from like packing Kim Kardashian suitcases for her trips to all of a sudden managing the she was in charge of all the emoji stuff and then Matt, like she was in charge, I guess, of managing all the businesses. That would be a lot. So maybe she just wasn't cut out. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so curious. I feel like she's meant to like do, like, I don't know, do something on her own. Maybe she's just done. Like she's been working for so long. She has a super rich boyfriend. Maybe she's just over it. Well, I'm sure she's just over being an assistant. An assistant. Or even a CEO. She probably wants to be the COO, CEO of her own brand, exactly. which she could do. And she could at this She's point. got the vision. She's got right? a big following, and she's, yeah, she's got the... I'd buy her stuff. The guy, yeah. Whatever it is. She is, seems to do a lot of stuff with LPA, that clothing brand, mm. so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... And, yeah, that. I guess back to the episode, there wasn't really anything else that notable other than Kim K's scribe, which I just Chris found. J's scribe. Did I say... <laughs> I'm drunk. Uh, Chris J's scribe. <laughs> Which was so boring and so awkward and so weird. So weird. But I did like when Chris kind of was getting Chloe back. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> she just how what she was like laughing, laughing at, herself. at herself and thought she was so hilarious. <laughs> she's everyone's mom. Oh, for Chris sure. Chris J, she's just like us. Yeah. And um Well, on that note, we'll move along to the topic at hand, because today we are going to talk about all of your PMS drama. Drama. The drama. So when you get your period, what kind of dramas do you have? I, first of all, can tell that my clothes are barely fitting me. <laughs> I somehow gained like 37 pounds. The bloat is real. The bloat is real. <laughs> and it's funny because a lot of people get bloated when they actually have their period. But the day I get my period, I'm like a skinny bee. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. So I'm, the other, I'm the opposite way. Yeah. But then it just sucks because like it's not like I can be prancing around in a swimsuit. No. Well, I mean, I could, but. Sure, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a weird timing thing. But anyway, so I would say about three to five days before I just become like an incorrigible bitch (laughs) and there's like no there's not even any reasoning to be had with myself I I know I'm being irrational and I don't care I cannot be stopped no I cannot be stopped but I also don't real and I I always forget I always have no idea why am I acting this way I I just can't stop Mm -hmm. and I can't pull myself out of it and I just totally forget and then my husband will look at me and go um, are you getting your period? I go, oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> See, Frank wouldn't say that, but he'll think it. And then after when I get my period, he'll be like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't want to say anything, but I figured that's what was happening. Like, you need to just tell me next <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, just tell me so that I can kind of snap out of it because I'll be paranoid. I'll be thinking that people 
like I'll be wondering what are people's motivations? What are my motivations? What am I doing with my life? Should yeah. like I'll be questioning my existence. I'll be doing all these things. I'll cry for a few days and then feel say, are you sure? Is it your period? Is yeah. that what it is? And I feel like we just need some reminders or something. Yeah. Like I need that reminder. Yeah. And even like just knowing like what your triggers are and being so aware. But I guess it's just hard when you're in the moment. Well, and my other, I guess my other period stuff is definitely the skin stuff. My mm. skin goes a bit crazy or it, yeah. it used to go crazy. Used to go Conditioning crazy. myself. Yeah. I get like, I'll get a pimple here or there, but when I, only when I'm, when I'm going to be getting my period. For what sure. about craves? Um, those just never stop. <laughs> I'm always craving. No, something. I'm always pretty ravenous. Like I wouldn't even say it's cravings. I would say zero portion control. Yeah, zero portion control. I definitely, I definitely do want more sweet stuff. I find I'm just mm. like chocolate. I want chocolate. I deserve chocolate. Mm. And I just kind of become this little truffle chocolate pig. Mm. I'm more of like a pasta pig. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Delicious. At a certain point, you realize there is the pre-period, there is the period, and then there's the recovery after the period. And before you know it, three weeks out of the month, you are basically on your period. You're basically PMSing. 100%. So, and I feel like a lot of people echoed those same sentiments. Mm -hmm. I put a post on Instagram and was asking everyone what are their, like, PMS dramas. And a lot of them were saying they want to hibernate. They feel super lonely, super yeah. irrational, super sensitive. I definitely cry more in the oh, week I definitely, I could cry, like, at the dumbest commercial or, like, the dumbest thing. Yeah. And then there's all the crappy stuff during the period. Like, the I get – I will sometimes get crazy cramps. I get – yeah, day, day one, I can't – like, I feel – I like, I can't even complain. Like, day one, I'll have, like, a tiny bit of back cramps, like, nothing – Advil can't stop within five minutes and then like I'm pretty good during that's awesome I'm all about the Maxidol Maxidol it's, it's like a step up from Midol mm. it's the for real stuff wow yeah and it really works and I don't love to take anything know, normal yeah. drugs or whatever but honestly just do it yeah. <laughs> it really helps with the cramps there's no point in suffering but we really wanted to just kind of put together some of our research and come up with a no drama, hot, rich, humble PMS plan. Yeah. Oh, I have another TMI thing that other Please. people might experience that I've never even like voiced or, voiced said, out loud. or said out loud. Here it goes, guys. <laughs> I know we talked about like the yeast situation. Oh. Week three. Yeah. Like the week before the PMS. The yeast. Yeasty. 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 Yeasty season. Yeasty season. Yeasty season. So there's that. If you're out there and you feel the same way, you're not alone. A hundred percent. So there's things I feel like if we just sit down and honest to goodness, just plan this stuff out, I feel that we can overcome the PMS. If you literally sat down every single day for 28 days and just (laughs) checked in with your vagina and had a little like vagina monologue. A vagina monologue. (laughs) (laughs) You could, and like wrote it down, like, okay, on day five, I felt this, I was craving this, like... I don't know, just getting used to like how your body behaves. And I know there are like certain ways that I really don't know enough about to 
comment on, but there's different like phases of your cycle that go with the cycles of the moon and all of that stuff. Yeah, I think we're definitely going to be having someone on to talk about that more deeply because I am so curious about it. Yeah. I've read a little bit. I don't know enough to recite it on this podcast, yeah. but we'll be finding out along with everyone. But in the meantime, I think even just what you're saying, if you're getting like the yeasty season a week before, set reminders on your calendar every month to remind you, take probiotics totally. in, or just be on probiotics all the time. That's yeah. something you could work into your life, your yeah. everyday life of taking probiotics or taking acidophilus mm-hmm. the week of yeah. um, to avoid those yeasty seasons. Yeasty seasons. Or someone was just telling me, because I'm on this cleanse right now, if, you know, if you're getting that, coat a tampon in coconut oil and put it up. Oh, for sure. Which oh, I, love. I do even yogurt. I put yogurt oh, up there. Oh, yes. You, like put it Greek? right up there. Greek. Honey vanilla? Yeah. <laughs> that, actually, that would be bad for it. So bad it's for it. <laughs> so natural Greek yogurt. Okay, so yeah. put the yogurt. Having fun with foods. <laughs> fun with foods. Have fun with your foods. But those are both antifungals, yeah. right? Yeah. Or coated in probiotics yeah. or whatever. So yeah. you can do that. Um, another thing that you could do if you know that that stuff's going to be happening is do like a green juice cleanse or just eat whole foods, especially those two weeks. I think the week before is essential and the week of commit to a totally whole foods diet Yeah, because not only will you be feeling less bloated and shittier and bad about yourself, but you're just filling yourself with so much good stuff. Yeah. Which increases your energy and you know, when you're not feeling bloated and disgusting, you're more connected and more aware so that when, you know, the raging bitch comes out, you can, you know, tame her before tame she her. gets too bad. Well, I think by nature, and I remember, especially when I was younger, I, I would just feel, okay, I've got my period, so I'm going to binge and reward myself by, like, staying at home, not doing anything. I feel bad. I'm going to kind of be a bit of this, like, little sick, bleeding victim. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I feel like when, if I don't realize I have my period and I'm doing all the things, like I'm eating healthy and I'm working out, I just find I feel so much better. So I think we just need to go against what our defaults were that we were taught about having your period and just be as healthy as possible mm-hmm. during those two weeks. I feel yeah. like that's huge. I actually read this thing or heard this thing where if you do yoga you're not supposed to do inversions when you have your period because if you're going like upside down or you have your I guess like your pelvis below your I mean above your head in any way yeah it like changes the circulation and everything's supposed to flow down but you're making it flow up which totally makes sense. That totally makes sense. So don't go upside down, guys. Don't when go you- upside down. Yeah. <laughs> don't go Stay upside down. Stay vertical. Stay vertical. And I find if I do more aerobic things, like just anything where I'm sweating, even running or something, I find it it's really good at that time. Totally. And I think I think working out is really good because what does Elle Wood say? Like working out releases endorphins. And endorphins make you happy, and happy people don't kill people. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good I definitely point. could kill people. I know. I, 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 that's my alibi. Yeah. <laughs> that's my alibi always. But, um, yeah. So I think we just need to do those things. And then I think the other thing is the anxiety. Yeah. 
And I think to your point, like with the anxiety and with the workouts, making sure that you like schedule the stuff in beforehand because you're not going to wake up during your PMS or during your period being like, oh, I feel like working out. I'll schedule that in. But if you already commit before, have it all scheduled in and it just becomes part of your routine and part of your day. Yeah, so it's almost like if you can make it a habit to get always just schedule your workouts two weeks in advance totally. or something and book classes maybe that week. I yeah. mean, because you can track your period, you know when it's coming. So yeah. if you can book things, you know, two weeks in advance and have all those classes booked or whatever, mm-hmm. and then just go through with them. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe classes that week would be better because otherwise you're so tempted to dip out. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I only do classes. I'm always tempted to dip out. Okay. (laughs) So Um, period drama hack, book actual classes the week of your period. A funny story that really has nothing to do with this but made me think of this about, like, scheduling it. I When I worked in the corporate world, I worked with this, like, amazing lesbian. And her and her partner would schedule, like, their periods in their work calendar. Oh, my God. And she accidentally shared her calendar with, like, our whole team. Uh. It was, like, Casey period. Oops, I shouldn't have said her name, but whatever. It's, like, Bloodless period starts. Uh. Bloodless period starts. <laughs> and we were, like, TMI, TMI. That is so funny. Yeah. Maybe I should do that with my husband. Yeah. <laughs> Send him a notification. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to be a raging bitch yeah. this week. Give them like a 24-hour reminder. Yeah. Or not. And then that's good too. Then they can be gentle with you and kind of coddle you if you want a bit. Yeah. But then you can be working out and eating well so you won't be a psycho. Yeah. And I think the other thing is the mindset piece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like kind of like how we – make ourselves think that having a period is embarrassing or yeah, it's been so like is there anything more embarrassing when you're a young girl no than having your period it's mortifying. it's mortifying I actually didn't tell my mom and and she like found oh my gosh and was so mad at me for not telling her but I was embarrassed I know mortifying mortified so yeah, we're just kind of raised to think that it's disgusting and that it's weird and that guys think it's gross, so we need to think it's gross. And But don't you find – I find a lot of guys don't actually care. No, most guys don't care. Yeah, but then there's this weird thing where they do care, but they yeah. – I, I don't know. It's no, like they pretend they care, but they'll take what they can get. I think there's been maybe like one guy I've ever dated yeah. who has cared. Yeah. And forget him. Yeah. We're done with you. Actually, if the guy cares, it's weird. Yeah, it's They're weird. weird. Especially because when I have my period, I, like, always want to do it. Totally, yeah. right? They yeah. should enjoy it. They should enjoy they it. They should be excited. Exactly. You should know this week I'm going to be a raging bitch and I'm going to be great Super in bed. horny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think it's good if we just make peace with our body and, yeah, just start switching that thinking because if we're – if that's ingrained in us from such a young age, we really need to – embrace that I don't want to look forward to the day when I don't have my period anymore and I think too like carrying any kind of shame about your body is going to lead to other negative things about your body like if you're not being grateful for your body and honoring yourself and all the functions then you might you know witness other things where you're not loving the way your body looks 
or mm-hmm. loving other things about yourself. So every, any chance that you can get to show yourself some appreciation, like, holy shit, my body is amazing. Like, I can't believe how it functions. That's so cool. I know. It's so – it is actually so cool. Yeah. It is so cool that this all happens. Yeah. And I and I hope it hap- – I I've grown to – you know, my periods were really painful for a period of time and I almost did not want them, but it is really, I'm glad to have my period and to know that it's coming and to know that it's here because it means everything's everything's working. Smoothly yeah. It's, I don't know. It's like a life force. To me, it means like, I'm totally. Vaginas literally create life. Like how wild is that? It really is wild. Like humans. I know. It actually boggles my mind. Yeah. These little things come together inside of our, I, I, it actually makes me I think crazy yeah <laughs> <laughs> but how do you make peace with your body well I think it's important to just even okay even like praying to the vagina which is something I've been talking about lately and having the vagina monologue having the vagina monologue because we you know people will meditate and they'll ask the universe for things but the reality is as powerful women we have so many answers inside of us already and if your vagina can create life it has the answer it has the answer your vagina ask knows. your vagina what, yeah, don't ask what your vagina can do for you ask what you can do for your vagina <laughs> can i also say i feel like my vagina knows when guys weren't compatible Oh my god! I was like allergic to certain. Guys. I know. I feel like I would. My I would actually have like probably my worst boyfriend. I would have real like I had real vagina problems. Yeah, like it. It was rejecting yes. his penis. Yes, <laughs> and like the sperm. That's so and everything. funny that you say that. Um, because I've totally knows. had that too. The vagina knows. Psychic vagina. It knows what's best for you guys. Totally. Yeah. So ask it. Ask your vagina. Have you ever asked your vagina what, it, what, how it feels? Yeah. What it really wants? <laughs> well, and that's the thing is women don't tend to ask for what they want. Like sex is no. usually about the guy. And it's kind of, so I'm reading this book called Pussy. So I'm, I'm reading super it too. into it. Okay. Yeah. So I can't remember the exact number, but. The vagina has like eight thousand nerve endings, yeah. whereas a whole penis only has like three thousand in the entire oh my penis. God, really? So we feel it so much more intensely. Yeah. So but we why are, are they so obsessed with it? Well, exactly. So we are meant to be pleasured. The only function of the clitoris is pleasure, whereas oh. men, their function of their ejaculation is reproduction. Okay. So women are actually meant to really take care of the vagina. Okay. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. Well, I love that. So have a vagina monologue. Have a vagina monologue. Just like when you're trying to tap into your intuition, actually like do some Kegels and be like, okay. Yeah. Just like like, tap like a little click. Give me a sign. Give me a sign. Click, click. One click for yes. (laughs) Thanks for no. (laughs) What do you want me to do? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I looked up – if you guys are familiar with Louise Hayes, she's this amazing woman. She has all these, like, you can look up symptoms, like whatever symptom you're having, eczema, whatever. And she has a mantra for each of them. So I looked up some mantras that you could have. So that you could use these mantras to have your own, like, vagina monologue. <laughs> this is definitely the name of this episode, I know, by this, the way. Yeah, that's the, that's the name. So I wrote some of them, and I kind of changed them so it was more my language because I think it's weird to not be my language (laughs) so one was if you're having menstrual problems 
like I'm guessing cramps or something. I love my body. I'm totally obsessed and grateful for it. I love myself. My period is my bestie. All is well. <laughs> I love that. My period that is cute? my bestie. You and guys can tweet that. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> did it mention like what the cause was? Like what was the emotional? You know what? I'm sure it does, but I didn't copy and paste it into I this feel, document. I feel from like the shocker perspective yeah. that it would be guilt and shame. Which totally. is funny because is that the we shame, yeah, the sacral chakra is all about, you know, that's kind of what blocks it is any guilt, shame, past traumas, you know, not good emotions, yeah. and they all get stored there. So if we feel so shame about, then you would have those, problems. Yeah, there. exactly. So if you have shame about the function of those parts, you're going to be getting yourself all crappy and fucked up. I feel like we just solved a chakra mystery. I really think we do. That was amazing. Yeah. Well, and I guess this is more, the next one is more on like what you were talking about just now is like the power of a woman. Okay. So I'll read this one. I'm accepting my full power as a woman. (laughs) I'm so down for my body working and doing what it does. I love my bodily processes as natural and normal. I love and approve of myself. I want to add I'm sexy as fuck at the end of that. Yes. I'm sexy as fuck. You guys can tweet that. (laughs) You heard it here Who's tweeting actually? Do you tweet? No. No. Me neither. (laughs) It's just easier to say. It's It's not like post it on Facebook or yeah. Put it in your Instagram exactly. caption. Tweet, tweet it. that. Tweet, tweet that. Tweet that. So for cramps, I didn't rewrite this, but it was, I relax and allow my mind to be peaceful. That makes sense because it's just all tension, right? Yeah. And then what chakra is that? Because cramps are – oh, wait. No, that I would mean, be the same I would, thing. I would, I would say it's the same thing. Is but sacral chakra the belly button? It's like right below your belly button. So what's – okay. Is, is there one at your belly button? Uh, above your belly button is solar plexus. Okay, like right but that's here. too high for the cramps. Yeah. Unless you're having indigestion. Yeah. Which also happens. Which, oh, really? For me, it does. For you. I really get problems. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to share? I mean, well, it's just like not, it's not smooth. Oh, or it is smooth. It's too, too smooth. smooth. Yeah. Oh, so do I. I didn't even think about that. And it's, I get like real like cramps and I don't know. Just We're talking about becomes... diarrhea, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to come out and say it. It gets like liquidy. Oh, 100%. And like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to say it. But yeah. Yeah. So what sh- what's the deal Maybe with Maybe we chakra? shouldn't be ashamed of our explosive diarrhea either. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. We're holding into so much shame. It's natural, guys. It's natural. Well, what chakra? Poops. What's the chakra? Well, that would be – well, digestion is solar plexus and sacral chakra. Like upper digestion is solar. So what are the emotions lower. tied to solar? Solar plexus is actually like your gut instinct and your intuition and your connection to yourself. So if you're not mm. feeling connected to yourself – or you're feeling like really low energy and blah and inauthentic and just like well, I think that comes with like the anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. Like anxiety is really well, tied to right, that. actually. And now that you say that, it's actually overwhelm as well. So oh. how I was explaining to you today how I felt like everything right here, yeah. it's the overwhelm. Okay. Yeah. So how can we? Just, I think just like being true to yourself and connecting to yourself, listening to your intuition, listening to what feels good, listening to what your body wants. And is this chakra the meditation that you described sometimes of imagining yourself in the ocean and the ocean waves hitting 
Yeah, right that's the sacral chakra, okay. the lower one. Oh, that's what? that. So washing away the guilt, washing away the shame, washing away any could you past imagine trauma. It, could you imagine it up there though? Yeah, so the you could, but what I usually imagine is so I let the waves wash over into my sacral chakra, and then I just visualize myself going and laying down on the beach, and then the sun shines on oh, my solar plexus. Oh, the sun shining. Yeah, yeah. It's shining. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's um, nice. Yeah, because that's so I always I just like to refer to the solar plexus superpower as your spark. Oh, that's fun. It's kind of like what makes plug. you fun and like me. Oh, okay. I like your connection to source. That makes so much sense mm-hmm. for me because whenever I'm feeling that way, I don't yeah. feel it's sparky. like the spark is gone. It's like yeah. who am I? You've kind of lost yourself in the chaos. So interesting. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I guess this stuff is related. So the one for anxiety is I love and approve of myself and I trust the process of life. I am safe. I love that. And then the, the depression one. Do you want to read it? Yeah. I, I now go beyond other people's fears and limitations. I create my life. That's cute. Yeah. I'd maybe rewrite that. Yeah. And I build an empire. And I build an empire. <laughs> cool. Well, I feel like those are some monologues that you guys can have with your vagina. Some vagina monologues. And I want to mention, too, there really is more. There's so, so much, much information on this. I actually have a client, Corinne Elliott, Corinne with a K. Um, you should check her out. Her business is called The Zen Femme, and she has so much great info on the period. Yeah, I feel like we're really just not even scratching the surface no. here. We're basically just igniting your interest so that you can go look at it more. Yeah. We'll look at it more. We'll have a guest. And we'll discover together. Yeah. So let's go into the next section of this podcast. The hot, rich, and humble moments. Yeah, so we're going to share our hottest, richest moment of the week, and then we're going to share our humble moment humble. of the week. So what's your hot, rich moment of this week? So I'm really feeling cool because I have a PR agent and I just like to say, oh, I have a call with my PR agent. You are so cool. I'm going to LA to talk to my (laughs) PR agent. So yeah, I think I'm pretty cool. And she's been like reaching out to different publications and I'm I'm being featured in some article. I don't even remember what it is, but I'll let you guys know when it happens. So exciting. And also this was really cool. Spencer Pratt himself said maybe (laughs) to being interviewed on my YouTube channel that doesn't exist. That is so legendary. So That is iconic. Yeah. So he later said no, but there was a point where he said maybe. (laughs) I feel like the maybe is the answer. I think it is too. I would just roll off of that. I'm going to roll off that. So anyways, the way I see it is once I actually have a YouTube channel, I'll just try again. I'll be like, hey, remember when you were actually really interested in meeting me for a hot I minute? I think you just follow up every month. Oh, for sure. And just like stay up to date on his I'm snaps. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to send him something. Yeah, do it. Maybe I should like get some Taco Bell delivered to his house. Live, live moss. moss. <laughs> live moss. Live and moss. you should live moss. Yeah. You should live moss. So, yeah. I mean, my hot and rich maybe of the week. That is so good. I love that. And maybe. What was your hot, rich moment of the week? So maybe 
just a little over a week ago, I had my birthday party. And I I had a really cute party at my place. And it was so fun. And it was so nice. I had friends from out of town there. Amber Lee and her husband were there. And they partied until 3 a.m. with me, which was so great. And we had so much fun and laughed so hard. Drew penises on the fridge. Yeah. My husband's like, why are there penises on the fridge? But um, just so you guys know, mine won for cutest penis. <laughs> you're, I remember Frank kept being like, yours looks like Gumby. <laughs> so that was my birthday party, but it was yeah. just really nice. It, it was, was actually really, really nice and wholesome. Yeah. I mean, actually, all sorts of things happened. The, an ambulance came. Yeah. There's lots of action. There was a lot of action. And there was, we had the best cake. Oh the my cake God. was so good. People are still talking about this cake. It's from Cadeau in Vancouver, and it was really good. I was really impressed it with it. Amazing. London was amazing. London Fog. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, so, yeah, what about your humble moment? So my humble moment is actually happening tomorrow, and I'm getting my first ever colonic. So excited. Which for is you. where they essentially put water up your bum and <laughs> let everything flow. We're up. really talking <laughs> about... <laughs> Going we there. really have an anal fixation on this <laughs> yeah, podcast. We're going there. <laughs> so, yeah. You're going to feel so, like, clean as a whistle after. Clean as a whistle. I'm hoping maybe I'll even lose a couple pounds. Does that happen? Yeah, I think it does. Okay. I'm, I'm going to book the same. We should get a couple's colonic. Couple's colonic. That'd be <laughs> such a great little date. We'll hold hands. We should. We should do that. So that'll be fun. I'm actually going to book one, too. I'm very inspired yeah. by what and you're doing. I feel – I think they, like, tell you afterwards, like, what's going on in your diet. Oh. they can tell, like, with your digestion and, like, you need to eat more of this or eat less of this. So I've been, yeah, figuring really it out. figuring it out. Okay. I'm going to figure it out, too. I'm actually – I'm on that trend as well because yeah. my humble is that I'm on the cleanse that I talked about last week. And I've, I'm a week into it now, last week, last episode. I'm a week into it now, and it's going pretty good, I have to say. I really miss coffee. Like, I just miss it so much. Oh, were you a coffee girl? Oh, I, I so I don't have many cups. I have my latte every single morning, and I just love it. It's like my ritual that I love. But even if I don't have coffee, like in the past when I've banned myself from coffee, I've drank tea like breakfast tea and I really just like the tea with milk like that's what I like yeah almond milk but so I miss that but I just I I smell everything I eat a lot of broccoli like that's all I do and I'm just smelling my husband's food and smelling cookies oh he's not on it no he's not on it he's being pretty good about it but he's not on it but it has been good like it's been actually easier than I thought and my like my skin and stuff is going like really well. It seems to be healing, which is great. And yeah, the cleanse isn't so bad, but I'm, I was thinking, oh, I'll do it for a month. But next week I'm just already seeing how hard it's going to be. I have four dinners at restaurants. Well, especially when it's Christmas. this time of year. It is Christmas. And you can't have alcohol, right? No, no. So that's the other thing. I've been, I have been missing the alcohol a bit because I love my glass of wine. I love a little Aperol spritz or whatever, but um, someone was telling me that tequila is the best thing to drink. So mm, after after this is done, I'm not just going to go gung-ho. I'm really going to try to stick to it for the most part just in my life. And then I'm just going to try to drink like tequila and just really nurse it. Yeah. Just like nurse. Just like have something there. 
Yeah. So we'll see. Um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'm Literally. doing a little bit of veganism. Yeah, I'm gonna she did once. I'm gonna dip into that. I'm really proud of you. That's yeah. so great. But three weeks strong. Well, we're doing a meal delivery, so which one? It's kind of easy. Oh, it's they're deli- chomp. Yeah, chomp, chomp. So chomp. that's good. That's awesome. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I'm not making any promises to myself no. or anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're entering the fun holiday season, mm-hmm. so we'll be keeping up with the Kardashians still and keeping up with you guys and if anyone has any questions or comments give us a five star rating and then email us yeah (laughs) step one step one step two subscribe yeah step three you may email us yeah email us at hello at hotrichhumble.com and we'll see you next time see you next time bye guys have a fun vagina monologue yeah vagina monologues forever bye Oh,